Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Informed Catholic Podcast. My name is Ned Jabbar. This is going to be episode 51. This is going to be the um, second week of Easter, and I'm going to do the readings for Divine Mercy Sunday, the liturgical readings. Uh, so the entrance antiphon is from the first letter of St. Peter, chapter 2, verse 2. Like newborn infants, you must long for the pure spiritual milk, that in him you may grow to salvation. Alleluia. And the second antiphon is, Receive the joy of your, of your glory. Give thanks to God, who has called you into the heavenly kingdom. This is taken from the fourth les letter of Ezadaris, uh, chapter 2, verse 36 to 37. This is from the Deuterocanonical books. So let's say the uh, act of penance. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts, in my words, in what I have done and what I have failed to do through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, and all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us and forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kiri elision, Christe elision, Kiri elision. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father. Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son. Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father. You take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and the glory of God the Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The Collect Prayer God of everlasting mercy, who in the very recurrence of the Paschal Feast kindled the faith of the people you have made your own, increase, we pray, the grace you have bestowed that all may grasp and rightly understand in what font they have been washed, by whose spirit they have been reborn, by whose blood they have been redeemed, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit and one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2, verse 42 to 47. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They devoted themselves to the teachings of the apostles and to the communal life, to the breaking of bread and to the prayers. Awe came upon everyone and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They could sell their property and possessions and divide them among all according to each one's needs. Every day they devoted themselves to meeting together in the temple area and to breaking bread in their homes. They ate their meals with exaltation and sincerity of heart, praising God and enjoying favor with all people. And every day the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. And the response to the psalm is going to be from Psalm 118. 
Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love is everlasting. And I'll add the Alleluia. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love is everlasting. Alleluia. Let the house of Israel say, His mercy endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say, His mercy endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say, His mercy endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love is everlasting. Alleluia. I was hard-pressed and was falling, but the Lord helped me. My strength and my courage is the Lord, and he has been my Savior. The, the joyful shouts of victory in the tents of the just. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love is everlasting. Alleluia. The stone which the builders rejected has become the, cor the cornerstone. By the Lord has this been done. This is the day of the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love is everlasting. Alleluia. The second reading is going to be from the first letter of St. Peter, chapter 1, verse 3 and 9. God has given us new birth to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. A reading from the first letter of St. Peter. Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who in his great mercy gave us a new birth to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, unfading, kept in heaven for you who by the power of God are safeguarded through faith to a salvation that is ready to be revealed in the final time. In this you rejoice, although now for a little while you may have to suffer through various trials, so that the genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold, that is perishable even through, though tested by fire, may prove to be for praise. Glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Although you have not seen him, you love him. Even though you do not see him now, yet believe in him. You rejoice with an un unindescribable and glorious joy as you attain the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Alleluia Antiphon is from John chapter 20, verse 29. Alleluia, Alleluia. You believe in me, Thomas, because you have seen me, says the Lord. Blessed are they who have not seen me, but still believe. Alleluia, Alleluia. Okay, let's read it again. Um, Alleluia, Alleluia. You believe in me, Thomas, because you have seen me, says the Lord. Blessed are they who have not seen me, but still believe. Alleluia, Alleluia. This reading is going to be from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, chapter 20, verse 19 to 31. Eight days later, Jesus came and stood in their midst. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, O Lord. On the evening of the first day of the week, when the doors were locked, where the disciples were, for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, 
peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he has said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins are retained are retained. Thomas called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them. When Jesus came, so the other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my fingers in the nail marks, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now a week later his disciples were again inside, and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your fingers here and see my hands, and bring your hands and put it into my side, and do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book, but these are written that you may have come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that through this belief you may have life in his name. Gospel of the Lord, praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So now we're in Divine Mercy Sunday. One of the interesting things is uh, about the Acts of the Apostles, the part we read, is a lot of people try to use that for uh, socialist, for um, liberation theology, that uh, the Marxist ideas are close to Christian thinking. They're not. It's not unusual, really, for people in the Middle East, if they have the same faith, to share things. What the gospel um, thinking was that the apostles simply uh, reminded people that all people, I mean, Christ himself said, God makes the sun rise and set on both the good and the evil. And that's not really uh, an unusual way of thinking. It's not an unusual uh, thing part of the Jewish faith, but I think what the apostles were simply uh, reminding of Christ's teachings to the people is that, you know, remember what Jesus said himself. God already knows what you need even before you ask him. But it, that particular uh, little narrative in the Acts of the Apostles made some scholars think that Jesus never multiplied the, fret, the the bread and fish, that he only got people, he convinced people to uh, share their food. I mean, so I don't know what they're saying is that somebody's walking around with a piece of uh, chicken in his pocket or, or a lamb that he carries around with him or uh, someone walks around with fish. Um but you know that's that that that's not what it that's not what it says at all i mean you know this this fear of miracles this fear uh or this this snar snarky thinking that miracles are not possible well how do they know 
We know it's easy to believe that unbelief is possible. That someone can, uh, you know, can walk around and not believe in anything. It's easy to believe that someone doesn't believe in love. There's a lot of people who don't live by love. And there's a lot of people who have more faith in unbelief than they do have in miracles. Just because you can't see something just doesn't mean it's not possible. We know that. We know it's possible to go to the moon. You tell someone 2,000 years ago that someone will be able to fly up to the moon and walk on the moon, right? Uh, believing in the solar system, just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. You can see the stars and you can see the moon. But still, a lot of people believe the earth believe that that the earth is is flat there's a flat earth theory going on today um you can't see the air you can't see the oxygen you can't see the wind but you know it's there you've never been to another country i've never been to japan i've never been to russia but i know by the testimony and the fact that people are born and raised in russia that there is a russia I've never been to the bottom of the sea. But I know there is a bottom of the sea. It's possible. I've never been to Africa, but I know there is an Africa. Before this, <clears throat> before photographs and internet and, and television and phone, many people believed Africa existed. They had never seen it and never been there. But it's possible. I've never been and I've never seen the pyramids. But I know they exist because by the testimony of others. And yes, I've never experienced what you call a multiplication of the lobes or multiplying of the, of, of the fish and bread. But I do believe it happened. All right, by the testimony of the Gospels and by the church telling me i believe it <clears throat> now there's a lot of places i haven't been to i haven't seen all parts of the united states but i know they exist i've never been to california but i believe it exists i mean there's a lot of things that i think people believe but haven't seen i know that christ rose from the dead and I believe it's true. I believe Christ exists and I believe the crucifixion happened. I've never seen it in my own eyes, but I know that I experienced it and experienced it at mass. Though in a sense, I haven't seen it or gone back to time. I believe the testimony of the saints. We all do. We all believe this. The problem I think is that People fear other people's faith. And I think that maybe pride, vanity, there's a whole different factors. I do believe in his mercy. And I believe his mercy endures forever. But I also believe his judgment and I believe in his authority. And this is, this is I think, that in itself is a miracle.
So now we'll say the profession of faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day, in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and life of the world to come. Amen. We'll say a Hail Mary for our Holy Father, Pope Francis. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. We'll say for the Hail Mary for those who have passed away from coronavirus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. A Hail Mary for those who have suffered financially uh, because of the coronavirus pandemic, the shutdown. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. We'll say a Hail Mary for uh, the recovery of the economy. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now, the hour of our death. Amen. And finally, we'll uh, close it with an Our Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. So uh, I want to read something here um, on the Divine Mercy. Uh, Jesus, I trust in you. Pope John Paul II declared Jesus is mercy. God wants us to turn to Jesus with trust and repentance so that he can give us his mercy and love. Jesus promised that whoever prays the chapel of divine mercy will receive great mercy and unimaginable graces. And usually, uh, of course, if those of you may not be familiar, the chapel of divine mercy starts off on a regular rosary, rosary beads. Uh, you can even say them, I know, on, um, they have what they call the Franciscan, um, I have one, one here, it has more than five decades. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven decades. You can even say it on a seven-decade rosary. Uh, it starts off with, obviously, it's the sign of the cross, uh, a bead on the Our Father, 
a Hail Mary and the Apostles' Creed. And then on the uh, isolated be uh, beads that are in the middle, you say the, um, where you say the Our Father, you say, Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. And then you say on the Hail Mary beads, the decades, um, you will say the following words, for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Uh, and then in, after you, you go there and each isolated bead, you, re, you repeat again the eternal father prayer. And then you continue with each decade saying the, um, for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. As you've gone through all the decades, you then re say three times, uh, Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Amen. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. And then um, here, this is a promise from Faustina's diary, the three o'clock prayer. You can say it at three o'clock. The three o'clock is the hour that our Lord expired on the cross. At three o'clock, implore my mercy, especially for sinners, and if only for a brief moment, immerse yourself in my passion, particularly in my abandonment at the moment of agony. This is the hour of great mercy. In this hour, I will refuse nothing to the soul that makes a request of me in virtue of my passion. As often as you hear the, th the three o'clock strike, the third hour, immerse yourself completely in my mercy, adoring and glorifying it. Invoke its omnipotence for the whole world and particularly for poor sinners. For at the moment of mercy was opened wide for every soul. In this hour, you can obtain everything for yourself and for others. For, uh, for asking, it, it was the hour of grace for the whole world. Mercy triumphant over justice. Try your best to make the stations of the cross in this hour, provided that your duties permit it. And if you're not able to make the stations of the cross, then at least step into the chapel, immerse yourself in prayer, where, wherever you happen to be, if only for a brief moment. And uh, this is here is the um, litany uh, of the most holy name of Jesus. There's a whole bunch of things you can do on that particular hour. You you know, if you have a prayer book, anything is worth it. That's, uh, uh, I think, the wonderful thing about it. So um, we'll come back again, and um, hopefully I might do something for Divine Mercy Sunday. Since I'm still a lockdown, I might as well come up with something uh, to share with you. And I know a lot of you, uh, I think it's an encouragement because I've seen a lot of people play the podcast. Share it with others if it's possible, please. Share it with others um, because that way you can let the podcasts uh, stations like Anchor, which I do my podcast through, because uh, I know now I can be heard on Apple Podcasts. And um, my podcast has gone to other platforms, so it's working. Um, and I'm heard now in 13, 14 countries right now. Um, of course, mine is not as great as others, but 
the point is, is that it's a Catholic podcast. And so uh, St. Bernadette said, my duty is to inform you, not to convince you. So I do do other things um, on this podcast. I do try to share news, which I think is important um, of what's going on. And I also do, uh, obviously, uh, things that re retain to the faith, such as reading scripture and other things. So if you could at least tell others and share it, and if you can subscribe, because the more you subscribe, the more they know uh, that my podcast is being heard. And the important thing about it is I'm doing this because this is my way of sharing the faith. Because we are supposed to do that. I enjoy doing it and I enjoy sharing it with you guys. So God bless. Um, you know, I'll just say one more, our father, and we'll close in the name of the father, son, and Holy spirit, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory now and forever. God bless you and stay safe. And uh, I'll be back again.